More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon. And our two Sean Hannity show, our toll-free number, that remains the same, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, one of the most amazing things that has been unfolding as a result of the Joe Biden unvetted 10 million illegal immigrant border crisis uh, that he's created is, you know, with everything that Texas has had to deal with, to watch every Republican governor around the country stand up and and stand with Texas. Now, they're also being impacted. There's not a single state in the country that's not being impacted by illegal immigration. Some states more than others. I kind of get a kick out of blue state governors and and mayors being all upset and all shocked and all surprised. Uh, uh, and all they're asking for is more money. They're just looking at this as an opportunity for a money grab. Uh, however, we know nothing about the people coming in here. What do I keep saying? We've got to vet them, know if they have radical associations. We've got to have health checks. We've got to make sure they're not going to be a financial burden on the American people, which they are right now. Now, let me play for you, um, you know, a Biden montage. I will not deport any illegals unless they are felons. I mean, I can't even believe he says this, followed up by Corinne Jean-Pierre saying Biden shutting down the border will be tough, uh, fair, unlike Trump. Uh, what does that even mean? Uh, shutting down the border was Trump basically, as we went through in great specificity and detail, him following the law that Joe Biden refuses to follow, refuses to uphold his, his oath to office. Anyway, let me play these uh, cuts for you. Should someone who is here without documents, and that is his only offense, should that person be deported? That person should not be the focus of deportation. We should fundamentally change the way we deal with them. You've rejected the idea of abolishing ICE, but have said that the system should be reformed in some ways. Yes. What exact changes would you bring to ICE as an agency? I would hold ICE agents accountable if, in fact, they stepped over my executive orders, which is you only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed. And I don't count drunk driving as a felony. Nobody and some of you are going to get mad at me with this, but nobody is going to be deported 
in my first hundred days until we get through the point that we find out the only rationale for deportation will be whether or not, whether or not you've committed a felony while in the country. But I will send to the desk immediately a bill that requires to access to citizenship for 11 million undocumented folks, number one. Number two, in the first hundred days of my administration, no one, no one will be deported at all. From that point on, the only deportations that will take place are commissions of felonies in the United States of America. So, so to be clear, only felons get deported and everyone else Period. has to stay? Yes. Yes. Back in the winter of 2018 and the spring of 2019, President Trump vowed to shut down the border with Mexico uh, using almost the identical language that the president used on Friday. Uh, many, many, if not most, if not practically all Democrats called that xenophobic and even racist. Why uh, shouldn't people make the same conclusion about this president's threat to shut down the entire border with Mexico. So we believe the new enforcement tools uh, that currently don't exist, that will be, uh, we believe that will be part of this bipartisan agreement, uh, will be fair. We believe it'll, yes, it'll be tough, but it will be fair. All right, joining us now is the governor of the great state of North Dakota, Doug Bergram is with us, uh, who also had a run at the the presidential nomination. Uh, Governor, welcome to the program. Glad you're here and I want to applaud you as as well as your fellow Republican governors for taking a strong stand with Texas and with Governor Abbott. Um, Joe Biden had laid out this deadline as of Friday. And and I think one of the reasons he can't act or even try to act is because so many Republican governors like yourself, you know, are standing supporting the rule of law, our Constitution and Governor Abbott. Well, Sean, great to be with you. And not a surprise. I mean, this isn't the first time Republican governors have stood with Governor Abbott, uh, including North Dakota. We had troops down there supporting his Operation Lone Star last August. I've you know, been down there like a lot of Republican governors. I've been to the border more than Joe Biden, more than Vice President Harris. And and it is it is out of control. I mean, I can tell you I was standing standing there in Shelby Park in Eagle Pass being interviewed by CNN and over my shoulder, there's people walking across the river towards the razor wire. And the first three questions that I got asked were about President Trump and indictments, not about the border. Well, I'm on CNN, live on CNN. They want to ignore, ignore the whole issue and then understand what under Joe Biden, we're heading close to. By the time he's done, it'll be the equivalent of all six New England states. It'll be that's how many 10, over 10 million people will have come into the country, every man, woman and child. Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut. That's how many people he's let into this country illegally. I mean, we're now approaching 10 million unvetted illegal immigrants in this country. I mean, that's what we're now facing. Um, as far as I'm, and we don't know anything about them. Now, we do know where some of them are coming from. And I've been, I, I think I've been highlighting this more than anybody. Hundreds from Iran, the number one state sponsor of terror. Uh, we know we have hundreds from uh, their satellite Syria. Uh, we've got over 3,400 from from Egypt, the home of the Muslim Brotherhood. Again, unvetted. I'm not saying everybody from Egypt is connected to the Muslim Brotherhood. I'd never suggest that. Uh, you have out of Afghanistan over 6,000, over 12,000 from Russia. That's an interesting travel uh, arrangement, isn't it? That you go down to the southern border and try and penetrate the United States that way. Uh, and then, of course, 26,000 from China. 
And then Joe's allowing, you know, Chinese nationals to buy up thousands and thousands of acres of farmland, ranch land and land near military installations. Does this make any sense to you? Does that not does not that set off sirens in your mind about a security threat? Well, it makes no sense whatsoever. You're exactly spot on. And, and of course, when I was down at the border years ago, uh, same thing then and same thing when I was down there last August. I mean, you're right. There was over 120 countries just in the 130-mile segment that I was visiting that they'd reported uh, interactions with people that are coming across illegally. And, of course, then you've got the list. You're talking about the ones we know about, but then we've got uh, the known gotaways and then the unknown gotaways. I'm down there. And, and literally, our Border Patrol, they're so demoralized under the Biden administration because they don't actually get to do law enforcement. Some of these families in Border Patrol, multi-generational Texas families who've grown up and lived on the border, and they're telling their kids, don't go into law enforcement. It's, it's just the same as in our big blue cities. Why would you go into law enforcement if you're not respected? When I'm down there, and I'm down there with North Dakota National Guard, when I've been out there, they were the only ones in the border where our troops, because everybody in the border patrol was back processing, you know, thousands of people a day, you know, into our country. They weren't they weren't getting to close the border. They were helping people get in, and it, and it drives them crazy. Anybody that can take early retirement in the border patrol has. Because why? You, when you go into law enforcement, you actually want to enforce the law. That's why you go in. But Joe Biden does not want to enforce the law, and he's, it's not only on the border. But I can give you a list of other things he's not enforcing law across energy and agriculture. I mean, they violate the law left and right to push their own agenda. Yeah, well, I mean, it's really important. Now, when Joe set this deadline, it looked to me like he was setting up uh, he was setting up a scenario where we had federal uh, law enforcement and border agents, border patrol agents, would be colliding with Texas National Guard. Now, he's also being, I guess, egged on by his fellow leftists and, and the Democratic Party, to nationalize the Texas Federal Guard. I don't think the Texas National Guard is going to allow that to happen. And the comments that have been made publicly by the CBP and, and other federal you know, law enforcement groups down by the border is they, they support the Texas Guard. They're being very clear, and they have no intention of cutting down razor wire, period, end of sentence. So what was the point of the Friday deadline? And thank God law enforcement's not going to be pitted to get one group against another. That would be a disaster. Well, it, it would be a disaster, and it would be just more of the complete craziness, because why would you have the president try to federalize the state's natural, National Guard to what? To not enforce the law? I mean, the reason why we, why each of us are the commander in chief of our own National Guard is because we don't, we've got a job. We've sworn to the constitutions of our state, the United States. We're here to help do, protect the country and follow the law. The Biden administration is not following the law. And this is not just a mass invasion that's occurring, the, the 10 plus million that you and I are talking about. It's also mass casualties. We're taking 300 casualties a day from overdose deaths. That's happening in every state, every man, woman, you know, you, if you add those all up under Biden administration, we're closing in on the equivalent of six Vietnams worth of casualties from overdose deaths. Seventy percent of those are fentanyl poisonings. And so this is all this is all on Joe Biden. It's not on some deal in Congress. He set up these policies. They're they're effectively open the border, letting people in. We had a we had a group of North Dakota National Guardsmen down there for a year on a on a flying Lakota helicopters from San Diego to the Gulf Coast, their whole job was flying night missions to try to stop transnational criminal organizations. 
the cartels we we use the word call them the cartel they're better funded than our own highway their own uh, than our own border patrol they are you know they you can stand on that border and they'll point to the other side and say that's a cartel house this is where people come across and when they come across they've got no money in their pocket why because the cartels take every last dime of someone they're shoving across the border illegally, and they're making cash on the border. We're spending cash on the border. So it's like upside-down world. It's economically viable and profitable for the people we're competing against, and then we're spending money not only on the border but all across our whole country. I mean, some of these blue mayors are finally starting to wake up and realize it's unaffordable to have 10 million people in this country illegally that that have to be fed and have to be cared for. I mean, it's just, it's, it's insane what's happening right now. It's an invasion with mass casualties. Oh, you've, you've read what the former top FBI intel official said. I mean, that this was the top echelon in the FBI when the FBI, frankly, was not as weaponized or politicized, I think, as it is today. And, and their warning could not have been any more dire by calling it an invasion of military age young men uh, and I don't have any doubt, Governor, and I pray to God, I say it every time, I pray to God I'm wrong. But I have no doubt among these 10 million Joe Biden unvetted illegal immigrants that there are terror cells that have entered our country and they're plotting and planning and scheming and there will be an attack and it probably will be sooner than later. I hope I'm wrong. I pray that I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong, Governor. Well, I pray you're wrong too, Sean, but I've said the exact same thing. When I, when I was down there in the border, and we we got this huge increase in 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 known terrorists and people coming from countries that are on the terror watch list, including the ones you mentioned, plus Syria and others, we know there's an increase. So the risk of a of a nine eleven type event because of this three years of border policy has gone up tremendously, and that's going to be all on, it's all going to be on absolutely on Joe Biden. You're absolutely right. We pray it doesn't happen, but if and when again, when I'm down there and I'm saying, "Hey, why do we have, why do we have, uh, we have our known gotaways? Those are ones we see on cameras, but no one has an interaction with them." Then the unknown gotaways. Well, the unknown gotaways are coming across places where where they've disabled the cameras, so we don't even have technical eyes. We didn't have like we don't have video capturing people coming across. John, if you're in charge of of running a terrorist operation that's getting into the United States, guess where you're going to come across? You're going to come across where there's no cameras and there's no border patrol because they're back processing people. So we don't even like we know the worst, the worst, because even, you know, they're not going to come across and get apprehended. They're going to come across where they're not apprehended. So we literally don't know who's come into our country. All right, quick break. More with North Dakota Governor uh, Doug Bergam is with us. And then we'll get to your calls, 800-941-SEAN, as we continue. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. 
Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of what... Do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. 
Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. We continue now. North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum is with us. We'll get to your calls uh, at the bottom of the half hour, 800-941-SEAN. You're in North Dakota, but I hear it impacts your state. Every state now has become a border state because Joe Biden is, you know, breaking the law. I went through all the laws that he violated yesterday. And he's allowing these unvetted, you know, he's, he's providing transportation to these unvetted illegal immigrants. It's insane. How many people have shown up in North Dakota? Well, and we're, we are, of course, a border state. We want to, we've got more border crossings That's true, too. than anyone else. Three, 365 miles of border. But guess what? Our border is becoming less secure because everybody is quitting or taking early retirement. So they're pulling people off the northern border, send them to the southern border. So we've got... We've got border crossings that are, you know, that are closed and unmanned the last two years because they can't recruit people to take the positions that they have, you know. And and there's only there's only nineteen thousand people in the Customs and Border Patrol, and Joe Biden wanted to hire, you know, eighty two thousand IRS agents. I mean, come on, if we care about this country and the money that this Biden administration is spending, we could have absolutely shored up. But this is this is this is the group that want they want to defund police in the big cities and they want to defund. Uh, police on the on the border and it's just uh, uh, the whole thing is insanity by the way i think i might have had one of the best breakfasts ever in my life when i did an event i think it was in fargo uh and anyway so it was uh an event and i got a pretzel that had scrambled eggs inside of it a salt you know one of those big salted pretzels you ever have that I haven't, but I'm glad you've had a chance to uh, in, enjoy some of North Dakota's finest. That's fantastic. That was great. And the people there are awesome, too. And uh, anyway, we appreciate your time, Governor. Thank you so much. Governor Burgum, North Dakota, uh, 800-941-SEAN is our number. We'll get to your calls at the turn of the half hour. Uh, anyway, let's get to, uh, well, before we do that, um, you know, Joe Biden says he's going to do something to Iran. He says it's coming. What he's going to do, I don't know. When he's going to do it, I don't really know. I mean, every time he's claimed that he's done something, it ends up being nothing. We've had nearly 200 attacks against American soldiers in Iraq and Syria. What has he done? Nothing. He hit two empty warehouses. He says, oh, we're going we're gonna to go after the Houthi rebels. They, they were so intimidated, they started targeting U.S. flagged ships uh, even more aggressively. That's how weak Joe's response is. Uh, but anyway, Joe um, actually said when Trump was president that he can't go to war with Iran without congressional approval. I'm sure he holds that same view today. Right, Linda? You think he holds that same view today? I, or maybe he changed his mind or maybe he just doesn't remember. Yeah, anyway, I don't here's know what that he holds anything these days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Here's Biden in 2020. These matters are of deadly import. And to me, they are unmistakably clear. Donald Trump does not have, let me make it clear, does not have the authority to go to war with Iran without congressional, congressional authorization. Oh, really? He needs congressional authorization? That means Joe needs, according to Joe, Joe needs congressional authorization. I wonder if Joe's getting congressional authorization because it certainly doesn't sound like it. They've been saying they're just going to keep uh, Congress abreast of what's going on, what their plans are. I tend to doubt that, too. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. Rick is in Missouri. Rick, hi, how are you? And we're glad you called. Thanks for checking in. How you doing, Sean? Hey, hey I was just wanted to get your opinion on what you think. You know, let's talk about Iran and stuff. 
is that uh, they all Iran's got the proxies of uh, Hezbollah, Houthis, and all this, and uh, it just seems like they we're not doing anything to Iran. Is Iran? I personally think that Iran is the deep state and the democratic proxy. Look, I I don't know if I don't see them as the deep state. I think they are a hostile regime uh, with very bad intentions. And they've been fighting, you know, they're the number one state sponsor of terrorism. We see that with their help of Hamas, Hezbollah, uh, with the Houthi rebels. Uh, you see it all over the region. And and this is what was the magic of Trump was that he never got credit for is he was able to put together a coalition. I didn't think I'd see it in my lifetime. And that was Israel, the U.S., uh, the Saudis, the Egyptians, the J Jordanians, the Emirates all standing together, sharing intelligence, because they all recognize the threat that is Iran. And now that threat has even gotten greater. You know, I mean, this this whole idea that the U.S. mixed up enemy and friendly drones in this attack that killed, tr killed three of our troops and injured dozens of others, you know, the, this axis of resistance is very, very real. And the idea that they may have nuclear weapons uh, sooner than we think should scare everybody. It should scare everybody. Top UN weapons inspectors warning that Iran can now produce enough weapons grade uranium to create a nuclear bomb in about a week. I said that earlier in the program. That's pretty scary. Now, if I'm, if, if I am any country in the region, any country, and I'm Joe Biden and I'm Israel and I'm the Saudis and I'm the Jordanians and Egyptians, I don't want those mullahs in Iran. I don't think they're going to be moved too too much by mutually assured destruction, especially with their new alliance with uh, Russia and China. And Russia and China warning against a cycle of retaliation, put trying to push put Biden in a box that he can't respond. But, you know, at some point, how many attacks do you get? How many attacks are you allowed to have against U.S. troops and installations before you pay a price? Now, I know the risk is great. I don't want to start a war in the Middle East, but I want to stop the Iranians' reign of terror against our troops, and now they're murdering our troops. And to not respond is only going to incur further aggression, as we've witnessed. This response to me is pretty simple. There are two options on my table. Number one, I take out their refineries, knock them out. We have the ability militarily to do that. Now, if you really want to go for broke, you take out their nuclear facilities. Yeah, that could spread to a wider war in the region. I really don't want that. But the thought of them having nuclear weapons probably scares me more if I have to pick a poison. I'm not saying they should do it. I'd start with the refineries. That's where their money comes from. That's their money flow selling, what, $80 billion in oil to China alone. And Joe turned a blind eye to all of it, which allowed it to happen. Anyway, I'll give you the last word. Obama, Israel ought to blow it up right where it sits in Iran. And they've just been throwing so much money at this state. Plus, John Kerry was there when uh, Trump was in office. I knew he wasn't talking uh, uh, weather change and stuff. So what was he doing in Iran when, remember that, when he was in Iran? during? Uh, the yeah, I, remember he, I remember there was a controversy when he went abroad at some point. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's your typical Democrat. You know, don't listen to Donald Trump. We'll be far more friendly to you. And you know what? They are far more friendly. They've let them sell their uh, oil in spite of sanctions on the world market, made them rich. 
offered $6 billion in ransom payments, $10 billion they allowed by not enforcing the sanctions that they got from Iraq. And all Joe has done is made Iran rich again, made the mullahs rich again so they can foment even more terror. How stupid is he? Anyway, thanks, Rick. Appreciate a good call. Rebecca, Minnesota, next. Rebecca, how are you? Glad you called. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to find out if someone could tell us why isn't the House impeaching Biden on the border? We understand the whole Biden crime family, and that's great. But every day we hear nothing but problems and problems and problems on the border and what Biden's doing to keep the border open, yada, yada. Why won't they impeach him on the border? I don't really know why they, they've been going after Mayorkas. Mayorkas is basically just following out administration policy. You know, I, I'll do it again if I need to, but I went through all of the changes in the first hundred days uh, that Joe Biden made through executive action and the stroke of a pen as it relates to border issues. I mean, he basically undid every single Trump policy that was working. This is the predictable result. That's Joe Biden's, you know, the, the, that's Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security. That's his secretary. And they've all been the, the whole group of the Mayorkas, Corinne Jean-Pierre, Circle Back Jen, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden. They've just lied and said the border's secure. And, you know, we have eyes to see, don't we? we we've seen the mass, mig- you know, illegal immigration problem at the border. You know, last month alone, 300, over 300,000 illegal immigrants coming into this country. This is insane. That is insane. You don't, they don't have the resources to vet them, even if they wanted to, and they don't seem to want to. But the answer is, I agree with you. I think uh, Mayorkas, you know, he's a small player in this compared to Biden. These are Biden policies, and he's following through on Biden's policies. Anyway, good call. Appreciate it. Back to our phones. Uh, let's say hi to Brian. He's in the great state of Ohio, the Buckeye State. What's up, Brian? How are you, sir? I'm well, and I hope you all are, too. Uh, We're doing well. Glad you call. That's tremendous. Thank you very much for your services here. We really appreciate getting the truth out. Um, I'm, being a, I'm a veteran of the Indian Ocean crisis back in the late 70s and 80s, and this is very reminiscent uh, of what went on back in the time under the Democratic control with Carter and the, uh, the capture of Iran from the, uh, by the Ayatollahs, the, uh, the violent overthrow of the Shah back in the day. And um, I'm just seeing a lot of, you know, the, the similarities. We have a completely inept Democratic leadership and party that has no clue how to deal with foreign policy to begin with. Um, they're pandering with the Ayatollahs. Uh, Ray, you know, uh, Carter pandered with the Ayatollahs. It was it wasn't until Reagan stepped in and started dictating an end that it finally came to an end, which is why we need somebody like uh, President Trump uh, to be able to do something like that again. Um, you know, if, honestly, if we handled things correctly back 45 years ago, we wouldn't have had another 45 years of Iran uh, supporting other terrorist groups like the PLO taking over Lebanon. Um, I just see a lot of this stuff repeating itself again. And, uh, you know, there's some. Well, how did the issues of a bad economy coupled with a bad world situation and, and Americans held hostage for 444 days? How did that end for Jimmy Carter? Well, not not good at all. I mean, uh, they have. Oh, we could always hope, right? I mean, uh, that that might be the one blessing that comes out of this. He's so incompetent on every issue. 
that that people will say they've had enough, right? Well, it's just the entire Democratic Party and the fact that you still have basically President Obama, to my opinion, running things in the background here, looking for that third party. And this is all planned out. What I'm looking at, one of the things in order to turn this around, and you just were talking about it, Iran and Russia both require $80 a barrel to break even on producing oil. So open up our fields again, drill, baby, drill, drive that cost of barrel of oil down below $80, and uh, refreeze our Iranian assets again. Um, you know, these are all, all things of dictating to a tribal leader, uh, which is your uh, Iranian Ayatollahs. Uh, that's the only way to deal with them. That's all they know is they only back down when you push them back down. They only know strength. They don't the weakness like Joe's that just emboldens them. And we've been seeing it. Um, that's, you know, look, they've gotten away with all these proxy attacks against American troops. Nothing has happened. That made what happened over the weekend inevitable because Joe didn't Joe did not do his job. And it's amazing that he turns a blind eye, blind eye to every enemy we have. It's extraordinarily dangerous. Anyway, I really appreciate the call, my friend. Thank you, Brian, in Ohio. Quick break. We'll come right back, and we will continue. 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. And then we'll tell you about an important congressional race coming up in just, uh, well, about two weeks straight ahead as we continue. Up next, our final roundup and information overload hour. Let's get back to our busy phones. Doug in Iowa. Hey, Doug, how are you? I hope it's a little warmer than when I was there. What's going on? Oh, it's much warmer. Hey, just going down the road, wanted to talk to you. Real quick, Newt kind of put something out there a while back about adoption. Well, uh, Iowa started getting this commercial right before the caucus about Planned Parenthood being the all-in-all healthcare system for for you and it's kind of like what what's this all about well then today in iowa the democrats came out with a, a reproduction act uh, and trying to get it to the people so they can vote on it and it's just amazing the attack upon pro-lifers those innocent children but now we look at one more thing why don't we do the Republican Party come out with a platform for birthright, live babies, adoption? You know, it could be just as big as Planned Parenthood, but we don't think that far ahead. Well, Planned Parenthood also has the benefit of getting all those money from the federal government. It's why I support a great group like Preborn.com um, and... And I think they use, you know, but they they don't get one cent. Um, here's where I am on abortion. I'm of two minds of it. Number one, my personal views are I'm pro-life. I believe in the sanctity of life. However, politically, and everyone needs to listen very closely to how I say this. Politically, I do not believe it's where the country is where I am on this issue. With that said, you know, most abortions, by the way, over 50% of them now are done with the pill. and uh, I think Republicans would be wise to probably stick with either first trimester or the 15 weeks in Dobbs politically 
because I think one of the reasons 2022 did not materialize into a big Republican year is because Democrats demagogued abortion. And I would not give them the opportunity to do so this time. That's my opinion. And I, I think it's a huge mistake if Republicans ignore this issue in this campaign. They better pay very close attention. There's a reason why Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are mentioning, it, mentioning this in every speech. It's an important issue, I'll tell you that. And it probably will be, you know, American people are going to be sick of hearing it by the time November comes around. Uh, a, a lot of us are struggling to keep up with everyday bills. I know a lot of you are. I'm very sorry. I've been there. It sucks. Everything's still very expensive. If you do own a home, uh, you may want to call my friends at AmericanFinancing.net and they'll give you a free consultation because interest rates now have dropped into the fives, the lowest they've been in a long time. They are saving their average customer $854 a month. Why? Because they tap into their home's equity and they're able to then use that money and wipe out high interest credit card debt, consolidate all of their their debt into one monthly payment at a much lower interest rate and $854 a month. That, that may be the difference between being in the red or being in the black on any given month. And it's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. I mean, credit card interest rates are out of, out of control, nearly up to, up to 30% in some cases. Anyway, call American Financing. They'll give you a free, no obligation consultation, 866-615-9200. That's 866-615-9200. On the web, it's AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 1823343, NMLSConsumeraccess.org, APR for rates in the five started 6.406% for well-qualified borrowers. Call 866-615-9200 for details about credit costs and terms. More than 200 fire department jurisdictions trust the Knox entry system to provide secure access to buildings, elevators, and control rooms when seconds matter. Now, businesses, schools, airports, several industrial applications are also using Knox entry to manage controlled access and authorize service activity for critical assets. Now, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. Just go to Knox.com for more information. That's K-N-O-X.com. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.